What's up, everybody? J.R. Raymond here with the LTC Bowling Show. I appreciate everybody stopping in to have a little chat about bowling. And today, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about wrist supports, wrist guards, the difference between them, and should they be used in professional competition or even in any competition at all. So we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back in one second. Actually, it'll be more like 45 seconds, but stay tuned. We'll be back. All right, welcome back. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the wrist guards, the wrist supports, everything that goes into that. You know, we want to decide, should they be allowed in competition, whether it be league or the PBA or any event for that matter? Um, And I'm going to kind of give you my honest opinion on the whole thing here in a little bit. But let's just clarify everything that's discussed here. It's not to take away from anything. Uh, of any anybody that's bowling with one anybody that's bowling without one you know nobody uh it's not meant to degrade anybody or to say they're they would be a better or a worse bowler at any point at any time during this broadcast so i don't want anybody to take this wrong and think i'm trying to degrade anybody because that's not what i'm trying to do uh i just want to have a little discussion about it is all uh one of the popular guys uh that talk about this an awful lot is uh mr phil doubtright himself or as he's formerly known as Richie Allen. I guess he's formerly known as Richie Allen and now is Dick Allen. Uh, he's always been in the belief that you know, wrist supports and wrist guards, maybe wrist supports, I don't think you really, I don't, I don't know if he ever clarified whether he talked about wrist supports versus wrist guards, um, but he, he firmly believes that the big mechanical ones, the ones that go up on your hand, above your fingers, that are adjustable, like those should be outlawed. And the belief behind it is because uh, they give you an advantage. They And they actually, it's almost like using a handicap because it can increase your rev rate and increase your stability and consistency throughout your swing. So um, for those who have, I, I guess you could say, those who don't or haven't uh, learned the technique of creating consistent ball reaction or creating consistent hand motion or those who uh, are unable to or have not done enough work to strengthen their wrist enough to be able to hold into the, hold onto the ball in a proper position. It gives them the crutch to be able to put these things on and be able to create the rev rate, the, the spin, the rotation, everything that they want without putting in the work. Now that's the belief um, behind that. And I'm not saying that's exactly his wording. What I'm saying is, is that's, that's kind of the belief with a lot of people. And, and I kind of tend to side with that a little bit. And the reason I go by this is you know, for somebody who has a, you know, who, who doesn't have the technique of the, the, the cupping to uncupping, um, the clearing the thumb fast enough, and then the rotation with your fingers, for somebody who hasn't learned that technique well enough, if they put the wrist guard on or ones that you can automatically cup your wrist up, uh, the big mechanical ones that go up over your fingers uh, and you can rotate from one side to the other and it holds everything steady, then those things actually increase your rev rate. They get your thumb out faster because of the position it puts your hand in, and then which in turn, that's what increases your rev rate. And it also locks your hand into a specific position. So it basically releases the ball the same every time. Um, there is some professional bowlers that use them. Um, not a lot, there's not a lot. You see more on the women's side than you do the men's side. Um, but uh, I don't think anybody on the national tour, like the actual 
or anybody that's had any success. I think the only notable player that's had success using these uh, is now a senior player, uh, which would be Harry Sullins. He's one that's used them a lot. He was always using the mongoose ones. Um, I don't know if he used one of the big giant ones or not. One of the ones that, you know, create different hand positions for you uh, or if he just used a wrist support. Now, now, let's clarify. Wrist supports, I believe, are okay. You know, the ones like the turbo wristers, the storm wristers, you know, stuff like that, the rev wraps, whatever you want to call them. The ones that only support your wrist. They go literally wrap your wrist and that's it. I'm fully 100% in support of those um, because I have people that are like, well, if you, you if you ban these wrist supports or these wrist braces, then you got to ban knee braces too because, you know, some people have bad knees, so they knew you'd need new braces. That, that's just not a very good example because the knee braces don't help you throw the ball like, per, you know, necessarily. They don't create different advantages like a wrist support that goes up above your fingers and your hand do. So uh, supporting uh, pieces of equipment are fine, in my opinion. You know, you want to wrap your wrist, you want to, you know, wrap your fingers, you know, I guess whatever you want to do, just as long as it's not one big giant mechanical piece, I, I don't think uh, there's a problem, you know, because there are an awful lot of people who do have weak wrists, who do have, um, you know, carpal tunnel or some sort of issue, and we want them to be able to continue to bowl. What we don't want, or at least what I would like to see, is I don't want to see, um, and, and, and again, I'm only saying, I'm, this is just a topic of conversation. It's not even really a hot topic at all. Um, there's no problem right now. I'm not seeing anybody really dominate anywhere that uses one. Um, the, the, the closest to it would be like Shannon O'Keefe or Liz Johnson, you know, these types of people. Um, you, we saw them on TV, and that's the only reason why it even kind of came up is because we saw the women bowling on tour with them on the league uh, last night. And so we just started talking amongst ourselves about it. And uh, that's that's kind of where we went with it, was trying to figure out, should we be allowed to use these? Uh, and again, no rules going to change on this, I don't think. The only organization I know of is the JPBA, the, the Japan PBA, uh, where they actually, they did ban the wrist supports and they put a statement out about it and all that. So um, not a huge deal, but they did ban them because of the belief and same thing as, you know, they create an advantage. Um, the other thing that people say is, well, you know, if they're available to everybody, why would you ban them? Everybody has the opportunity to use them. Well, I would, I would point you back to technique. Technique again is one of the key things. If somebody already has the technique and create the rev rate and all that, um, because they've learned the technique and they've created the technique on their own, then no wrist support is going to help them because they can't, the idea behind the wrist support is to, or the wrist guard, the mechanical arms, is to create that technique, is to help you create that technique. So it's not going to help somebody who's already got it, but it is going to help somebody who doesn't have the technique. So it basically evens the playing field. Uh, and I'm not really a fan of devices or any changes to even the playing field. And I, and I even said the same thing about league patterns. I'm not a huge fan of league patterns because it does even the playing field out too much. Um, I'm okay with them for recreation. You know, if you're just, you know, fun drinking league, having fun, no big deal. But if you're trying to bowl leagues or bowl tournaments for big money, I'm just not a believer of using the, you know, the recreational patterns, the, the league patterns. Um, I don't think they should ever be used in any type of major competition. You know, maybe once in a great while just to show the difference between those and the other ones, you know. But I don't think they need to be used, you know, other than your league and your recreation and stuff like that. So, um, I don't want you to think they should never be used. That's absolutely not true. I think it's a great learning tool. I think it's cool. It's a, it's a good way to build some confidence for some people to get out on a pattern that, you know, lets them automatically see their ball do the right thing for the most part. Uh, and 
you know, it just a kind of one of those little helping tools, I guess you could say, by being out on uh, on a league condition where it's a little bit easier to get to the pocket, a little bit easier to strike. So uh, definitely not totally against it, just not very fond of being used in, you know, more higher competitions. Um, that's just my opinion. You know, take it or leave it however you want. That's not a big deal. Um, but as far as the wrist guards go, I just I can't compare them to using other devices. You know, I kind of compare them to like the belly putter on tour on uh, the PGA tour golf man, the belly putter or the anchored putter because of creates an unfair advantage. It, it takes away from the skill. It takes away from the technique of actually putting the ball. Um, and that was the same argument. People were like, well, everybody has the advantage of using it. Anybody can do it. So why would they ban it? Well, because of like, that exact reason, people who have gained the skill, the technique of putting, uh, properly, I guess they would, they, what they call properly, you know, now they take that away by anchoring the putter and steadying it on your body like that. So they got rid of that. They made the rule to get rid of it. I see this as kind of the same thing. You know, it's, uh, you know, the wristers or the wrist guards, not the wristers, but the wrist guards, the big giant ones. I got to make sure I keep clarifying that because if somebody's going to come on here and they're going to say, oh, but I have a bad wrist. I've been using one for years. I can't bowl without it. That's fine. Um, but you shouldn't be buying one of those giant ones. You should be buying a wrist support. Um, one that actually helps the pain in your hand or in your arm or your your wrist, not one that supports your hand into a specific position and one that creates rev rate for you. I just think that those should be, you know, training devices. Well, I do use those. I have them uh, and I use them for people when I'm training. And the only reason why I even bring them out for somebody when I'm training them is because I'm trying to get them to feel it. If I can get them to feel it, I then take it away, you know, so I'll have them use it a few shots. They'll watch their rev rate go up and they'll watch their ball roll Im improve immediately. And then I'll take it back off and all of a sudden they can't do it again. So I have to then instill in them, look, uh, I'm not going to let you use this over and over again. I don't want you to you know, think of this as a crutch. What I want you to do is I want you to remember what it felt like with that thing on your hand and try to recreate it, uh, recreate the feeling of having it on your hand without it on your hand. Uh, so that way you can learn and, and they do. And, you know, 99 times out of 100, my students end up learning how to properly create the technique or use the technique of curving the ball or hooking the ball the way they should. You know, so I, I, I look at them as great training devices um, to help you get in the position you need. Um, but I, that's all I look at them as. I don't really see them as being more than just a training device itself, you know, so I don't know. I guess you guys let me know in the comments and the messages, you know, send me a, a voice message, whatever it is on here, on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple, whatever you may be listening on, whatever podcast uh, platform you are on, you know, send me a message, send me a voice message, whatever it is. And let me know how you feel about this. You know, they uh, that's just kind of where I stand. I think I kind of summed it up pretty well for how Richie or Dick Allen actually feels about it as well. You know, he can clarify a little bit more on his own. Um, but that's just kind of where I see it. Um, not everybody's going to agree, and that's okay. Not a big deal. Um, but I just, again, like I said, I feel it's more of a training device more than anything and probably shouldn't be used in competition to create consistency uh, because the consistency should be gained through skill and practice and all that good jazz. So that's all I got for you today. Just a quick one. Just kind of wanted to chat a little bit about that. Um, but be on the lookout here soon. Uh, I'm putting together, I did record all of my... Uh, games, not all. I think I missed uh, game six and seven. I skipped, and then I so I recorded games one through five, and then game eight at the end, and then the actual match in Stepladder for this weekend. Um, 
to where I'm putting it together. I'm going to narrate it through it and show you kind of how I, uh, you know, made my ball selections, what happened in certain shots and, you know, talk you through it so you guys can learn as much as you can from my mistakes um, because that's what it's all about is trying to learn from our mistakes. And I'm going to go back through it and learn it, learn from my mistakes as well. You know, so be on the lookout for that for those of you who uh, who are on my YouTube channel as well. But until next time, this is all I got for you. Make sure to hit that uh, that that support button. Make sure to support if you can. I do appreciate it. That's the only way um, we can keep these things going. Make it worthwhile to be able to continue to talk about these things. So hit that support button and support whenever you can, and that'll help me get a little bit better equipment while I'm at it too. So until next time, guys, I'm out of here. We'll see you later.